Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by PayMaya, and we are hashtag one against COVID-19. PayMaya has partnered with several organizations from Red Cross, UNICEF, Caritas Manila, and others so users can select which cause they want to help. Visit donate.paymaya.com for the list of current partners and for the partners that will be added as we go along. To donate, all you have to do is to click pay bills on your app and you just have to put 00000 or that's five zeros in the account number and the amount you're willing to donate. All right? So again, we are hashtag one against COVID-19 and PayMaya is doing its part and we hope that you can too. Now on to the show. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Veda Zhang. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to Stan, Bro, Chino, and Camos on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. at your service. On the call, Ro Moran, Raf Camus, and Trina Liao, together with Babyface producer Ryan. Thank you so much, by the way, to our Podcast Network Asia family that has kept the machine running, and that's why we're still able to churn out content until episode 5, right? Or 6 of the Enhanced and Community Quarantine Era. Episode... Five of the ECQ era, so we are entering week three of the lockdown. How is everyone? I don't know what you people look like anymore. You are just voices to me at this point. Nobody <laughs> has faces anymore. Uso uh, <laughs> ang pictures sa Facebook, Chino. Oh, man, man. Like, Chino, my Instagram stories ka, diba? Anymore to me. I don't know, Camus. What is an Instagram story even? Uh, you post on it every day. You That's what I was people, gonna say. You even ask like, people what content you should be doing for them. I voted for advice na walang kwenta. Oh, which yeah, I will do one of these. Uh, siguro not tonight. Maybe in like a night or two. Or... Your Instagram dun din nila mga links sa mga OnlyFans. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'm so, sure. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm the promise is Camus getting on TikTok. Yeah. Hell no. Hell no. Yes. Hell no. Leave it leave it to my stable mates. If Camus gets on TikTok, then I will get on TikTok. The moment before that happens. Uh, we're we, three weeks into the ECQ era. Uh, my quarantine beard is pretty much at full length at this point. So um, our friend Migs Liado of Smart Henry says that I am close to John Wick territory. So I think that's as good as comp- uh, as good a compliment as I will ever get. Uh, how are your quarantine beards, gentlemen? I am actually going fond of mine. It's just um, 
It's it's technically a neck beard, but I don't have a visible neck. So what do you call it? A double chin beard? That it's where yeah, the, it's where it. it's where your beard would be if you did have a visible neckline, which I do. yeah, I, I think that sounds about right. Chino, sure. you still don't have a neck. You still don't have a neck, even with food rationing and all that stuff that's happening in the world. Yeah, pretty much. Are you trying to turn this against me, Camus? No, not yet, not yet. I will turn. I will turn things against you later on when we do the whole predictions and all that. But for now, it's just I'm worried about your health. Like of all of all the people in this on this podcast, your health is the top priority in my thoughts and prayers when I do them at night. <laughs> thank you, Camus, uh, but I don't know how we got here, but thank you. How about you, Ro? You have a beard going on right now. Ro, my beard, Kaba, for the quarantine. No, I'm not growing one, no. Not really. I, I have no interest in growing one because I can't really grow one, so I'm going out of this challenge. <laughs> how about you, Camus? How is your quarantine beard coming along? It's, you know, you know when how... I have these faces where I get really tamad to shave and then it just grows out. It's, it's growing out and then I'm not doing much. Like, um, we did a couple of posts for like catch ups with the naughty boys and we posted all of our hair lengths and all of that because we're actually thinking about cutting our hairs for content at this point. All right. Neck beards included. So, oh, so are you guys cutting your own hair? Just... We're thinking about it. Oh. Yeah, well, that's so, the barber shop. Eh? Oh, no. no, I mean, is somebody exactly. going to go to their house and do it for them? No, 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 we're going to cut our own hair. I worry about the barbers. Well, some of them, like, uh, I will say this, the Poblacion the Poblacion neighborhood barbers are actually doing okay. Okay. The home service was Yeah, yung mga iba, and like, I know that there are two that are still operational under very strict circumstances na parang malapit sila oh, sa ano. You know, they're still open because they're like right beside the no the uh the wet market if you will. Wow. No, oh, yeah, yeah, I know I know where that is. Yeah. So that one's like that one's still up that one parlor is still operational under very strict circumstances na parang they're still running. But yeah. Hey, uh, uh, shout out to all the barbers and the stylists out there. I'm sure they're gonna make a killing once this pandemic is over. But in the meantime, I guess we all have to deal with our um, unusually long hair and our neck beards, our beards, our quarantine. Yeah, hook your barbers up after all of this. Um, before over, we yeah, get to, no, I'm saying just yeah, yeah, you're gonna need up. the business, and you're probably gonna need the grooming. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna need the grooming after this I am taking I just took everything for granted and then this whole thing went down and now I miss I miss a barber and a pedicure person. You get pedicures? Yeah. I'm fancy like that, Camus. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure we've discussed this on a previous episode, Camus. Okay, I'm just I forget. I was why is this all a surprise to you? I'm just. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised yeah. you still have those. That's hold on, hold that, on, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was trying to set the table here before you made it about Chino again. Um, so uh, this is the go home episode, I guess, for all intents and purposes. This is probably going to be our go home episode of the podcast before the big WrestleMania weekend. The it's saddest go home episode. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's probably the saddest go home episode we've had. Um, so we're going to be predicting WrestleMania. We're going to talk a lot about uh, the news heading into WrestleMania weekend as well. 
but before that, I just want to say, and I think the other guys have uh, an opinion or two about this as well, that if you're still one of the people that for some reason are drinking this government's Kool-Aid, uh, I think their clear lack of respect for your time, as evidenced by last night, is proof that uh, this government has failed. So, yes. yeah, uh, get off the DST. I, I, I think DST is a big joke. Just like you know, everything they've been doing, uh, the way they've been handling everything, um, you do deserve the right to demand accountability. And there is nothing wrong about demanding said accountability. In fact, that is your ambag. So if anyone asks, asks any ambag mo, it's the fact that you are publicly demanding accountability. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely right. Because we all have the right and the, and the responsibility to criticize our government and then uh, asking them what they've done for us lately. Because not the other way around. So if you encounter someone asking you what you did for them, tell them that's bullshit, shut that shit down, and tell them that it's a matter of what the government has done for us, for the entire Filipino population. Yeah. Camus, uh, Chino, any other thoughts before we get to Mania? Uh, yeah. Again. Like we've said... We've said a lot. We've said we've said that this government is trash. We've said that, you know, it, there's not much more to say at this point. Let's get on with the wrestling. All right. Okay. Okay. So, like uh, I said earlier, we're going to be talking all about WrestleMania. This will be the prediction show. It's the go home show, and we're going to start off with uh, the, the comments from Roman Reigns that went on social media while we were sleeping. So I woke up to this video. Of Roman Reigns, uh, he was basically talking about and confirming that he indeed pulled out of WrestleMania. I'm not going to recap what he said. Instead, we're going to play the audio directly right here. You already know what's going on. It's all over the the news, the dirt sheets, whatever you want to call them, uh, that I pulled out of WrestleMania. And it's funny because, like, for years now, man, years, people are like, don't show up to WrestleMania. We don't want you in it. You know what I mean? There's a... There's like a, a nice handful of dudes and, and haters that didn't want me there. But the moment I make a choice for me and my family, I'm a coward. I'm a sissy. A lot of, you know what I mean? A lot of different things that I am now. Um, but you don't know the whole story. All you know is what you think. Oh, well, his health and this and that. But you don't know what else is going on in my life. You don't know if I have newborns. You don't, you don't know if I have that family in my household, older family. So yeah, I mean, just like the old saying, man, go and flip that cover open and read a few pages, get into a few chapters before you really start running your mouth. Um, and just take this time to better yourself, be present, and make the most out of this. Because if we can't grow in a time like this, I don't think we have a chance, man. This is the this is the most downtime I've ever seen in my life. All right, so Roman basically says that he indeed pulled out of WrestleMania for the sake of his family, which is a very valid reason given the circumstances right now and given the fact that he is a cancer survivor, a two-time cancer survivor at that. I don't think we can criticize or shit on Roman Reigns at all, and I think any idiot on social media who's been bagging on Roman Reigns for that uh, really needs to shut up. Shut up na lang, kasi valid naman yung dahilan ng tao. Eh. Okay, do you want to start with like what before he gets to the rambling bit like there's more rambling that happens after the audio cuts out but i do have to say that you know the second if you've gone through cancer twice and you're expected to put not just your body on the line but the bodies of your family of your kids 
it's just it's it's a fucking mess, man. And anyone who's coming at him, and most people respect his decision. It's so hard to justify this. Like, how how can you not see his side, no? Yeah, it's totally unfair for a lot of people to just be judging Roman. Uh, he's a quitter or whatever. Nah, just because WrestleMania is pushing through, there's this unfair and illogical expectation that he has to that the show must go on. Nah. Uh, leukemia be damned Roman ha- uh, had better perform it because main event storyline universal championship and all that but um, he said it himself nah, there, uh, we don't know Roman Reigns we don't know the person behind the character right? so there are certain things that uh, are not public knowledge to everyone and that includes his health so um, if if the situation demands that he pull out who are we to complain? Yeah, you have to open the book before you judge it which is totally true because you don't know what his home situation is like. You don't know what his health is like right now. You only see Roman the performer or Roman the athlete. You don't really know what it's like outside of the WWE. So he needs to take precautions, especially in such uh, trying times. Yeah, Ro, what do you think on this one? Uh, I agree with everyone uh, that, that talks about it. Like, for sure, Shempe, I, I can't even believe that there are people who... Uh, there are people who even judge Roman for even uh, discussing these, for even you know uh, thinking about pulling out of WrestleMania. So obviously, uh, he has a pre-existing condition that uh, makes it harder for him to uh, proceed if he ever got sick, right? So I can't believe that this is even uh, a consideration at this point that uh, he would not be able to to do whatever he has to do, right? So I can't believe that it just goes to show how selfish some fans really are. Uh, mostly how selfish Americans really are when it comes to these things. Because I've noticed that it's really the Americans who are uh, really cavalier about the whole COVID-19 situation. So to even judge Roman is terrible. It's a terrible, terrible look at this point. Uh, you gotta you gotta praise the man for doing what he has to do for the sake of his himself, his family, his loved ones, all of that. Yeah, uh, I have to commend Triple H for what he said in the ESPN interview. Now he doesn't really hold anyone um, accountable, or he doesn't blame anyone if they have to pull themselves out of WrestleMania uh, for themselves or for the people around them. Um, it, it's the right call for WWE and for Triple H to, to say, de ba? Because it's napaka unfair. Hindi swerte mamatay for any reason. Let's just get that out there, right? Um, you know, to say na swerte ka kasi namatay ka because of this this pandemic or whatever, that's bullshit. So, you know, uh, it's 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 nuts that this is even um, crossing people's minds na, yeah, itaya mo yung buhay mo. It's stupid, man. So, yeah, um, those are our thoughts on uh, Roman Reigns getting pulled out. So I guess needless to say, looking at this unbelievably stacked WrestleMania card. It's not even stacked in a good way. It's stacked in a, in a very over-bloated way. Uh, we have 16 matches to talk about. And I guess yung other news and updates that we'll be bringing in, let's just get to it when we get that, uh, that respective match that we'll talk about. But before we get into that, I just have to point out, this is the first WrestleMania in a while. No walang battle royal for either gender. Yeah, because they, they had to scrap it because of all of the COVID shit. Like, seriously, yeah. man. Uh, they that's have way to, too many interactions. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's they have to limit the amount of people in you know in the ring at one time. Champer, that is a infection scenario waiting to happen if you 
Unless they take a page out of Joey Janela's book and just do a social distancing. Yeah, but that was that was just two people in the ring though. Oh, the battle royal, thirty people, you know. So you know, not not exactly a wise decision if they actually um did the Andre battle royal or the women's battle royal. In in any case, it's two less matches we have to talk about in the first place. So all right, uh, sixteen matches on the card. Uh, how how do you guys want to do this? You want to start from the top, ba ba, or from the from the bottom, pa? Uh, let's do no, Let's do top to bottom since we already have one, like one match to not talk about in a way, in a sense. Well, no, we're still talking about Goldberg. Yeah, we're still yeah. talking about Goldberg, but we don't know. Who that. No, we don't know. We know that he doesn't have a match. We don't know what he's going to do for Mania, since as far no, as we know, he's still booked, right? Yeah, we no, do. No, 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 no. There, there's actually, yeah, there are actually reports uh, that Goldberg is facing. Braun Strowman instead of Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Oh, yeah. That's the match. Yeah. Because I remember WrestleMania was already taped, and there are reports that uh, there were multiple endings taped. So I'm just waiting for their Bandersnatch edit. Oh, uh, fucking hell. Wait, choose, we get... your own adventure. choose your yeah. own adventure. Choose your own adventure. Oh, man. I, I would like that. I would like for uh, for my PS4 WWE Network app to have Kunare, oh, if you want to have Goldberg win, click circle. If you want to have Braun Strowman win, click X. So, yeah, you, know, right. you know what I was going to say? Um, if that if that actually does happen, what reality do we come back to? Like, <laughs> like seriously, if, if that rumored break in the, uh, in the schedule is going to happen, imagine, like, oh, we have dystopian futures for you. It's a sustainable business plan. Because eh. every, every week you're going to do that until you're going Every week you're going to take five or six different endings. What is that? Yes, they're all Thanks, Sina. Thanks for ruining my dream. Alright, uh, so yeah, let's talk about the Goldberg match first. He's the he's reportedly defending the, the uh, Universal Championship against Braun Strowman. Like like I said uh, a while back, uh, when I first found out who it was going to be, uh, um, I'm actively rooting for the first time for a Bill Goldberg squash. I say I don't want I don't want Braun to fucking win this, even though there is a good chance that he might. Uh, I do hope that it is a squash. For gold for Goldberg, and then you know you save it for you save the eventual match or the eventual title switch for when, or when you know for when the situation normalizes. But I do think uh, big chances are Braun's winning this. I just don't want it to happen. Bakit? Uh, why are you against Braun winning? Is it because of the uh, insensitive tweet? Yeah, he's a dick. God, we're not Sonya. Are we letting are we really letting him get away with what he said, even though he? Apparently gets rewarded for it. Oh fuck that! Let him, let him, let him eat the squash because he deserves a squash. So uh, yeah, I, that's about it. I'm guessing you you want Braun to get the Sam Morales treatment. <laughs> uh, too soon, too soon, too soon. Anyway, I, I will say that I want Goldberg to win for a different reason. Well, now. I'm not disagreeing with anything Rose said here, but story-wise, I feel like it'll be more momentous and more memorable when Roman does pin Goldberg um, in a match, in a pay-per-view that actually has people in it instead of one of these cobbled-up uh, WrestleManias that might just be like a generic house show at this point now. I want um, to Goldberg to win, but at the same time, I want them to wrestle safely 
because uh, let's face it, uh, Braun Strowman is at least three times bigger than Roman Reigns. So I don't know how he's gonna get the jackhammer in if he even tries. Maybe he just goes for the spear. Sana wala naman masaktan. Sana wala recklessness na mangyari. Yeah. yeah what's your prediction, Chino? I'm I say Bill Goldberg. All right. So we're at one one. They need to yeah. save that Roman uh, the Roman Reigns victory. Yeah, we are at one so one at this Goldberg. point. Kamos, ikaw. Um, no, no, I'm going to win. I'm just saying uh, it's more likely than not than that Braun is going to win. So, eh, whatever. Okay. Me, I'm, I have, for, for this instance, I actually do have Bill Goldberg winning as well. And then the switch happens maybe SummerSlam or whenever all of this, all of this blows over. The thing is that they built such a, they, they didn't build a great story. But they built a story that was worth seeing concluded properly. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that point because I think it would be so dumb and out of left field if si Braun yung nag challenge, nag step up, siya, diba? Like, who's next? Braun comes out and then Chopping Nanalo, na parang sobrang out of nowhere. And for a WrestleMania story to end like that, parang, um, it, it's, it's straight out of WrestleMania 9 and it's not the, it's not the good kind of swerve. I yeah. don't think WWE is dumb enough to actually pull that off, even though I think it's still within the realm of possibility. Uh, uh, so, they are pretty dumb right now, Stan. Yeah, I mean, the fact that they're still pushing through with WrestleMania, given everything that's going down. But yeah, I, I think Goldberg is winning. All right, uh, let's move on to the other world title match. Uh, Brock Lesnar is going to defend against Drew McIntyre. So Drew's actually been very conspicuously absent since um, the pandemic began, since the empty arena shows have been held at the Performance Center. I don't know if any of you guys noticed this. Um, all we got out of Drew is that promo from Scotland. Which is a pretty epic promo, but he hasn't really appeared on TV since the empty arena shows began. Yeah, I see he was doing the Scotland promo. I'm pretty sure he was there. And uh, it was probably hard for him to get back, so that's why he was gone. Yeah, uh, all all, we, we got a really good promo. So at least uh, like me and Bucha on on the, on the build up to his match with Brock. Like, do yeah. yourselves a favor if you Paul haven't Heyman. seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, credit to Paul Heyman though for actually carrying this feud because you know, well, Drew and they haven't really been been um, airing any material from Drew, given that this is the biggest story heading into WrestleMania. So. I would say na yung may pinakamalaking ambag talaga dito si Paul Heyman. And I guess even Brock Lesnar because he's been appearing a lot. Uh, whether yeah, or not... Kudos to uh, both guys who are stepping up. Sorry, Stan. Just no, have to no, say. No. Yeah. I just have to say, uh, see Paul Heyman and see Drew McIntyre... Uh, uh, sorry, Drew... Uh, sorry, Paul and Brock Lesnar, there we go, have stepped up so much in this rivalry considering how hard it is to get around for certain people, you know. Yep, Drew McIntyre yep. for... Drew McIntyre, for all we know, is probably stuck um, in Scotland. Get get back, the right? no, He did get back, now. Did he get back? Okay, that, that, yeah. good for them. But but um, I like how Paul Heyman just delivers um, soliloquy after soliloquy on the Raw, just delivering his monologues with such pinpoint accuracy that it makes me anticipate a Brock Lesnar match, which I haven't felt in a long time. Yeah, um, I, I think for this one, it's pretty obvious. Across the board, I think we're all going to predict Drew McIntyre to finally stand tall and you know, being WWE champion. You know what? That's, that's the thing. Nah, Drew's been the promised one. That's been his narrative in all of this. There's a, lot, you know, there's a lot of goodwill behind Drew. 
And it's if they because when was the when was AJ Nakamura? Uh, two years ago. Two years ago, that was like the biggest mistake that they made by not making the switch then. No, like if you if you think about it, like in the past few years, that we all wanted yeah. to see the title yeah. switch happen there. Yeah, we didn't get it. And yeah. So if they it's the same logic that I carry with this. Na, naman, if they could if they could please just do the right thing in this situation and give us give us Drew. Give us Drew. Yeah, it's a great story, you guys. Right. I mean it's a great story to see somebody who said who was foretold to be the promised one. Promised one and have to leave the company because of problems, and they have to do his whole journey around the world before he made it back to the WWE to be to, to be where he's at right now. I remember listening to a few podcasts that called him a mid carder at best, and I guess by WrestleMania time, he's just gonna po- prove a lot of people wrong. All right, any other uh, takes on Lesnar versus Drew? Ro, any on your end? <laughs> Uh, no, I agree with everything that was mentioned. Uh, on the thing where um, they should pull the trigger now at WrestleMania, I think that over the past few years, Rock has done a good job of uh, making that come true, uh, dropping the title whenever he needed to. But at this point, uh, over the past year or so, more than uh, in years before that, uh, Rock's role has been to, to mostly... Uh, facilitate and give the rub to younger guys as we've seen with Roman, as we've seen with Seth. So I think the, the chances are really good here. Alright, let's move on to another marquee matchup and, and this is a match that people are uh, predicting to be the main event for the Sunday WrestleMania show and that's going to be the Firefly Funhouse match between John Cena and The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. I feeling unanimous on The Fiend here. I think yeah. it's only right with with how dirty, how, you know, how they've done Bray so dirty. Yeah, it's only right. Um, I like. Can I just talk about how they treated this match uh, going into uh, WrestleMania and how they're supposed to be supposedly rather treating this match as a movie rather than an actual wrestling match? Like, Go yeah, report, I know, House of Horrors, right? In the Randy uh, okay, first of all, the House of Horrors is never to be mentioned again. But, <laughs> but or the ultimate deletion with Matt Hardy. Okay, fine. They, okay, that's a that's a better example. However, you know, uh, there are reports surfacing that they they will actually use a take a cinematic approach to this match and to the Boneyard match of AJ Styles and the Undertaker. And I like how the WWE is using this time this uh, this. Um, this crisis, I suppose you could say, uh, to experiment with different narratives. Um, narrative Bray Wyatt and the Fiend in the same match with John Cena, who's a pretty good storyteller himself. I mean, to be fair, it's not the first time that WWE is going to pull something off like this. Because if you remember, Goldust and Roddy Piper had that match na pin-retape nila, diba? Tapos, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sa labas, And then, it, you know, it was pre-taped like a week before the actual event. And then yung final act of the match na lang yung live dun sa arena. So that yeah, was the yeah. Yeah. Simpson match, yeah. yeah. But that was very yeah. innovative okay. for its time. Yes. No, it was a rip-off of OJ Simpson. No, but still, the fact that they pulled it off in that in the medium of professional wrestling uh, is fine. Yeah, that's, impressive. That is, yeah, that yeah. is good. That's, so, uh, I regardless if that... they ripped it off or not. 
Right. So I would say that whatever they do with the Firefly Funhouse match, which Cena is surely accepting on SmackDown um, in, in a few days, and the Boneyard match between AJ and The Undertaker, uh, it's like a spiritual successor, I guess, to Goldust versus Roddy Piper. Uh, with that being said, I, I think The Fiend has to win here because if talo pa rin si Fiend dito, di putana, we might as well kick him to the curb again. Because para saan pa na, we built him up for nothing. Na ginawa siyang jabroni ni Goldberg, tapos magiging jabroni pa siya for John Cena. Well, hmm. No, I don't see any scenario where Cena going over does anyone any good. Yan lang yan eh. Like, even, we're at that, we're at that point where Okay, Cena shows up. Cena works a couple of shows um, now, but then his his schedule is gonna ramp up again, deba. Right? And it's not as though we haven't been here before. So, if anyone thinks that John Cena is coming out of this, you know, looking any better, voila! No, no, he's he's gonna lose. He's gonna lose. Bray needs the win, and Bray needs the win badly. Sada lang wala nang mga projected cockroaches sa mga padel. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Ro, any thoughts on uh, the Firefly Funhouse match? No, they all said it. Uh, uh, I just wanted to add that I think this is them at yung bawi nila kay Bray. So, there's no, in yeah, as everyone already mentioned, there's no way Cena is winning this because it's obviously a vehicle to get Bray back up from you know losing the championship, losing the Goldberg in record time. So yeah, uh, no way we've seen us winning. All right, let's move on to the Boneyard match between The Undertaker and AJ Styles. Hero, let's start with you. Uh, what do you think about this Boneyard match, which we know virtually nothing about, and the fact that AJ and The Undertaker are going at it, calling each other by their real names, bringing yeah. up the faith breaker in, in that last promo by The Undertaker? I can't believe that they actually went there. Uh, and before all of this, like a few weeks, no, a few weeks ago, every when the feud was fresh, uh, everyone was joking around. Now, oh, uh, maybe you know, maybe AJ is mad at, at Michelle McCool for stealing his finisher from you know from back in the day, uh, all those years. Ago. Yeah, that was, uh, they actually went there, yeah. and I can't believe that they did. Cause, uh, and obviously, it made sense because they were already breaking the breaking kayfabe and all of that. So I like that they went there. It's uh, it gives it. it they went above and beyond to give uh, the match a whole new dimension that I think it really needed because otherwise, um, it was coasting along on not much merit because uh, uh, everything derailed. Everything really derailed uh, the build for this match. So they needed some spark. They needed the spark to make it fresh again. So I think this is what they needed. Uh, I appreciate then that they're not going with full uh, dead man taker. Like I think it's some sort of bad, uh, big evil badass taker. Uh, biker taker. I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not exactly sure from biker biker, but it may just be him being big evil in general. It's like a mashup of all the takers, I feel like. like no, yeah. I would say that he was already an, an amalgamation of all the Undertaker gimmicks since WrestleMania uh, 20. Like, the wait, wait, wait. Thing, ane, combination. Wait, boss. So this is Mark Calloway taker, if, yeah. if you're going to McFoley it. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's the latest yeah, evolution much, of the Undertaker yeah, if, gimmick. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like yeah. it's like it has elements of the of, uh, 
the dead man it has elements of American badass taker it has elements of um, Lord of Darkness taker Lord of Darkness taker exactly so you, you can see bits and pieces of it come together I will say that it's like years late but it should have this should have been taker like after he lost to Lesnar yeah like, better late than never yeah, so, I mean, it, it works out. It works out. Then. It does work out. Whatever, like, whatever. Yeah, go, go, go. No, no, I was just, just going to go ahead. I was just going to say, we don't know what a Boneyard match is, but I do hope... It's a AJ... buried alive match with yeah, cinematics. Dirt yeah, dirt, dirt Sheets are saying it's a buried alive match with uh, cinematics. Okay, okay, so yeah. Allegedly. I hope I, AJ wins I, yeah. that, but yeah. I, I was just gonna add that uh, at the end of this, now it's still weird to me that the Undertaker, who's been the most protect kayfabe person in the industry, is now the one breaking kayfabe. It's just very, very surreal to me. You know and why, Stan? Why? Because you didn't. Did you watch? Did you watch the Stone Cold podcast? Yeah, I, did. I did. Okay. Because like after after that, all all bets are off, man. Like the second the second he put on the Texan accent and broke. Every like every mysticism you had of him, you don't have the dead man anymore. And this is like I I think that he understood that he needed to do that to get people to buy into into him again. Because if you put out if you put out that how do you say this? Okay, if you keep putting out undead wizard when we know you're not an undead wizard anymore, then what's the point? The believability is gone, and he's still one of the like is still respected to death. So allow him to run with the one character that he hasn't ever run with, which is himself. Yeah, yeah you know, that's a good point. That's a good point. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I agree because if we did get Necromancer Taker again, but um, it's just gonna be pointless and uh, it's just gonna be routine. Uh, even worse if AJ loses. So good on them for being agile enough and pivoting to you know uh, Mark Calloway Taker. Yeah, I like okay. how they're Mick, they're Mick Foley Undertaker at this point. It's a, it's a good look for it's, the character. It's the only way. It's the only way they could have gone with it. And it's still, like, let's wait till the match happens or until we can see the match. But at the end of the day, it doesn't feel wrong, right? Like, this version, like, after that promo on Raw to open Raw, it, this doesn't feel wrong, but at the same time, parang tempered na yung expectations natin eh, and this aligns with those expectations. So who's winning this match? Who are we predicting to win this match? I think AJ does. I think AJ, AJ wins. Well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Don't see, I don't see where the story goes if AJ gets buried alive. Like, what... Does he come back as the new phenom? Does he take a break? What is, what happens? You know, actually, that's a good point. Hindi ko inisip yun. Hindi ko inisip yung possibility na, oh, ano, what if AJ loses? And then, ano yung next step for his character? Medyo... Kasi parang wala sa persona niya yung, yung mysticism, eh. It's a, he's a very... AJ Styles as a wrestler feels very grounded to me, if not maangas. So I don't know how it would work out for him if he does get buried alive. Yo, you know what the question is? What's Carl Anderson doing? <laughs> uh, no, they'll be there. Yeah. Anderson Gals will be there. Uh, Taker did ask, "Dali mo yung dalawang chuwari up mo." So okay. I'm, I'm no, 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 no. I, I thought I thought that was just like a throwaway line at that point. But then I said, like, "No, no, no." Yeah, okay. Pretty sure so, they're showing up. Yeah. So the three of them are going into self quarantine. It's just six feet under. Wow. I thought it was my job to bring out the dark jokes. Wow. Oh, how how insensitive. 
Ro, my dissenting opinion ka ba? Or do you also think AJ is winning this? No, uh, AJ has to win this. You know, full stop. Uh, it's time for Taylor to, you know, give the run uh, moving forward. So it's nice to have him be Callaway Taker again. But uh, yeah, now it's too little too late for, you know, in kayfabe for him. Uh, I can't see him. Yeah, I can't see him winning. And then, you know, I don't know what happens to him moving forward if he does win from this. Or both of them jump into the into the grave and then get buried by the other two. The club wins. Uh, no, 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 that's not happening. I know. Nope. Just well, congratulations, guys. We have uh, we have successfully covered one fourth of the card. Shit. Nah. <laughs> All right, half let's move on. We did half a day. Let's move on. Uh, let's get to the NXT Women's Championship match between Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Right, so this is kind of weird. It's it's uh, I I'm not sure where this is going because I can see either result uh, happening like fairly. I, I mean, like for me, fair chances for for either thing to happen. I think the right thing to do is to give Rhea the win. At the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if Charlotte won the NXT Women's Champion uh, Championship just because. So how many Charlotte championship? Won? Yeah, wait. Char- I just want before we start anything. How many? How many title wins does Charlotte have at this point? Ten. How many? Ten. She's a ten-time champion, and then eleven would happen here, no? Yeah, parang ganun. Okay, that that's par for the course. That Sorry, I, eleven pala. She's an eleven-time champ at this point. So, yeah. oh, okay, then that makes things more interesting because twelve. Like no, I think Charlotte wins this just because it's mania. That's that's uh, it's as simple as that, and she needs the record bad. And then she, like, this feud continues. Yeah, that's where I stand. All right, uh, Chino. I see, I, I can't picture Charlotte going back to NXT for some reason. Like, if she wins, she goes back to NXT. And I feel like she's, you know, what? I, I, I can't find a different way of saying this, but I feel like she's already too big for NXT. Okay. As a, as a wrestler. No, no. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, it's the key lies in what Charlotte said before um, when she decided to challenge for the NXT Women's Championship. So uh, she mentioned that uh, what it, she pretty much did it all in on the main roster. So I think that uh, uh, NXT needs a huge boost. The NXT Women's Division right now needs a huge boost when it comes to star power. So I think uh, she can go the Finn Balor route and try uh, helping them out over there and it wouldn't be a huge loss for her because you're right she is too big and there is no bad reason to not uh i mean there's no good reason to keep uh to keep her there in the main roster where she can get lost in the show yeah i i think na, um nxt as it is today is not what ecw was back in the day as in i would say 2008 2009 2010 uh ecw um, whatever they called it at the time, uh, it, it's not that. Eh. Uh, I think NXT is is better in terms of credibility. So I'm actually gonna have to agree with Ro here. I think that having Charlotte on NXT would actually be a good move, and it could set up a lot of feuds with um, the underdog baby faces they're gonna build up. People like Tegan Knox or Candice LeRae. So I think Ooh, Charlotte LeRae. wins here. Yeah, I think Charlotte wins here. Okay. I, actually, I, I, Okay, sorry. At the same time, while I see you got your guys's point, 
I feel like it's more important right now for Charlotte to give the rub to Rhea Ripley because they've focused so much on building her up to be this quote-unquote Charlotte replacement, even though, you know, she's built entire promos around not being one. That being said, I feel like we're winning over somebody like Charlotte Flair is a huge... Uh, it's a it's a huge uh entry into her resume. So I'm going with Rhea Ripley. See, I can't either you make a tie or no. you break it. No, I said I said Charlotte at the top. Oh, okay. All right. I said Charlotte at the top. Okay. All right, one last point. I don't is when Charlotte wins, uh we go back to the status quo on the raw or SmackDown, right? On Raw, it doesn't really make sense to say it seems like Shayna Baszler is winning. And if she's not winning, what do we do? You go back to Becky versus Charlotte for the nth time. So uh, I think they're being uh, forward thinking here and gonna they're going to fill up what they need to fill up over on the NXT women's division. So yeah, that's all, that's it's going to be like a trade. It's going to be like a trade indirectly. Uh, Raw gets Shayna and NXT gets Charlotte. Parang ganun, di ba? So I that's think- fine. Yeah, I think and that makes sense. Fine. So yeah, let's uh, segue into the Becky versus Shayna match, which you know, Ro already uh, uh, mentioned it. I think Shayna wins easily against Becky. It's been a great run. Oh, yeah, no way, man. No way. No way. No Becky, way Becky wins, wins here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some. Yeah, yeah. there's some. There's some. Uh, there's some instances where you're just like, all you have to do is look at the build up, and you already know. I don't think it's gonna be as easy as you know. As we're thinking, it it could be, but I think there is a reestablishment of Becky as the underdog here. Like, just just give her back that spunk that she used no, to I have. Say, that. I, yeah, I'm gonna say this is a squash. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. I say this is a squash. No, uh, no. Actually, uh, I don't mind. I, I yeah, wouldn't I mind. mind she oh. wins easily because I don't mind. Becky, yeah, Becky go the character. Yeah, Becky, the character makes more sense. It works better if she's fighting from underneath. Uh, yeah, tsaka nakikita na natin yung dominant run eh. It's been a year of her being a dominant champion. And yeah. I think na nagkaroon na rin ng hubris yung character niya. So it kind of makes Ex- sense to knock her down a peg and give her that edge again. Exactly. Because now it looks like she's punching from below eh. When, when you're at the top and you still feel like underdog ka pa rin, you're really just looking petty and punching from below. And that was the problem of Becky, the character, from like the last six months. That was I the problem say, of Seth Rollins, the character, before he became the Messiah, right? No, but yung, yung Seth, kasi, it didn't help that he was also being a dick on Twitter. With Becky, she isn't exactly a dick on Twitter. And like, um, yung, yung dickishness niya lumalabas as Becky, the character. You get what Becky I mean? Becky, the man. Yeah, yeah. Like, the man isn't really cool anymore because... She's punching pababa instead of yeah, punching no, up. Yeah, the man has fizzled out long before we got to this rivalry. So, yeah, I, I think Shayna is exactly what she I needs. Like, yeah, exactly. I want Shayna to win, and I feel Shayna will win. Yeah, All right. Uh, parang wala namang dissenting opinions here, so I think we can move on. Let's get to the SmackDown Women's Championship match. It is a fatal five-way elimination match between uh, Bailey and whatever's left of the SmackDown Women's locker room. So it's Lacey Evans. Naomi, Tamina, and Sasha Banks. All right, uh, let me start off here. Trina, sorry. Uh, let me start ahead. off here by talking about Carmella because she was originally supposed to be part of this match. I uh, sorry, Dana Brooke pala. 
Dana Brooke was originally going to be part of this match, but she got pulled out because she was feeling sick. Uh, Carmella, who's also part of the SmackDown locker room, is reportedly reportedly down with the coronavirus, as is Corey Graves. So these are just um, dirt sheets that na, we um, There is no mention of a reputable source. Let me just put it out there. But we haven't seen Corey Graves nor Carmella on TV in recent weeks either. So it probably lends a little bit of uh, what legitimacy or credibility to that theory. But again, no, there's some not, truth behind it. We're, we're not confirming it, basically. We're just telling you that this is what's going around. And uh, this could be a reason why they're not, they haven't been on TV, which explains Carmela's conspicuous absence. Um, that being said, uh, this, this five-way women's uh, elimination match, I think, only serves one purpose, and that is to kickstart the Bailey-Sasha feud. Okay. Yeah, Sasha got wanna... yeah, no other way. I mean, the others are just jabronis at this point. Sasha Sorry, Miro, did he say Sasha going to win? Yeah, Sasha got to win. Not just going to win. Sasha got to win. Bet ko si Tabina Snuka. <laughs> Tabina Snuka is your new SmackDown Women's Champion. Let's, uh, uh, well, thank no, you so much for ruining it for everyone. Uh, Chino, what is likelier to happen? Tamina winning or you getting a gym membership? Hey, first of all, I work out every day because I have to do chores every day, guys. It's this, this, I am so over this quarantine. I, I hate it. <laughs> oh, he's not wrong. Uh, those things burn calories, so it is a workout. Okay, I will take that L, sir. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Rose' prediction is Sasha. Kayo Hamus, uh, Chino. So I I feel like I see Rose' point when he says Sasha will win, because even if Sasha does not win, there's going to be some friction in between Sasha and Bailey. To the point that it builds up this new angle to their rivalry, which is all, which has always been great for me. Feeling of Bailey will win it. I mean, I, I think the feud will will kickstart at WrestleMania, but I think Bailey will find a way to come out on top. Yeah, I feel like Bailey will. Re- okay, I'm gonna take a page out of PWR during the Triple Threat uh, with Redick Mahaba, Ralph Mabayashi, and Mike Madrigal. Remember how how it. And got to the point where there was animosity between Empty and H. I feel like that something like that will happen in this match. All right. So okay. Uh, before we move on, uh, we just got to tell you now, Camus can't get an opinion in because his internet crashed. We are in the time of coronavirus after all. So uh, we're gonna wait for Camus to jump back in. Uh, Ro is also dealing with a few difficulties on his end. Cheering against the big dog. Alright, we're going to get to the next match. It'll be me and Chino uh, in the meantime. Let's get to this next one. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. I, I feel like they need to throw Kevin Owens a bone. So I'm going to go with Kevin Owens. Yeah, feeling good. And, um, I, I think that Kevin Owens needs this win. He needs a... Well, well. To be fair, he has a WrestleMania moment in the sense that he did beat Chris Jericho three years ago. Uh, he also was in that ladder match that Sami Zayn was also in in 2016. But I think that if Kevin Owens really needs a WrestleMania moment, this is gonna be it. And parang yung, yung arguments kanina about Becky punching down, that's kind of what will happen here if Seth actually. Uh, it's proven correct. Now, yeah, Kevin. Uh, when it comes to WrestleMania, you're a failure. Blah blah blah. So, um, if if they really are hell bent on making Kevin Owens the new Everyman babyface or the Stone Cold Steve Austin of this generation, I think 
it's time for Kevin Owens to win. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree because it doesn't make sense for them to build to stack the cards against Kevin Owens in such a way. Like every week, Seth Rollins has been delivering his, uh, for lack of a better word, his his homily to yeah. whoever's paying attention, right? Being the Messiah, and so for him to win after all of that, it, it there's no thrill to it. There's no twist to it. The development falls flat. At the same time, Kevin Owens doesn't get his WrestleMania moment. So I feel like after weeks and weeks of beatdowns and insults and just um, endless rivalries, I feel like Kevin Owens gets this. Yung nakakalungkot ng para sa akin is that Murphy and the AOP are nowhere to be found. So uh, the, the dirt sheets also mention that Murphy is reportedly in self-isolation. Again, I don't know how true that is, but we haven't seen him on TV in a while. We haven't seen AOP on TV as well because uh, Rezar is injured, so he tore his bicep. So pag nawala yung isa, parang awkward din naman kung wala yung, yung, yung kambal yeah, niya. Yeah, kung isa lang, na lang siya, so, diba? Yeah, exactly. So, so sayang well, yung train. Sayangan ako. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you remember, Chino, nung, nung WrestleMania 27, it was CM Punk versus Randy Orton. And then right before that match, Randy Orton went through every member of the Nexus Yung, yung Nexus nung yes, era na yun. Yes, yes. Yeah, he took them all out Punk's one Nexus. by one hanggang sa nung nag-Wrestlemania na mag-isa na lang si CM Punk. Ang ganda nung story na yun. And I, I was yeah. really hoping na KO would have the same trajectory na. Yeah. He'll take uh-huh. out AOP whether in a handicap match or in a singles singles match with either of them. Then he takes down Murphy until he can get to Seth. So parang, yeah, I appreciated the promos pero this is another one of those stories na could have been so much better had he had that option to take down every disciple of the Monday Night Messiah. Yeah, it's actually, well, I mean, this just goes to show that the creatives of WWE are just working with what they have. If AOP is out of the picture and if Murphy is in self-isolation, then I guess they just have to lean on Seth a lot more with his promos and with his uh, gimmick. Okay, so we've gone through, I think, like half the card. So let's power through. Kaya natin to na walang droga. All right. So yeah, let's move on to the Intercontinental Championship match. Sakto, uh, Kamus is still chatting with us, so his ethereal form is still present via the internet. And it's uh, his his hero, Sami Zayn, versus my hero, Daniel Bryan, with Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura in Sami Zayn's corner and Drew Gulak in Daniel Bryan's corner. I'm excited for this match. I know they're not going to get the time that AJ and Nakamura got two years ago, but uh, imagine this. like Four of them were Ring of Honor standouts and you know Drew Gulak. I want to say that. Uh, sorry. Okay, go. Uh, I know that Sammy is really good, and Thomas is probably going to hate me for saying this, but I wish the match was Brian Nakamura instead. That's all I want to say about it. I know, right? Like, I, I actually had the same wish then. Nung I realized that they were headed in this direction, I think the, the money match really would have been Nakamura Brian, especially given how both guys uh, were intercontinental champion at the same time in 2015, and everyone was fantasizing that, oh, let's have a cross promotion intercontinental championship match between Nakamura and Brian, uh, New Japan versus WWE. But we're not getting that. Instead, we're getting Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan, which in a weird way also continues your story nila from 2018. Remember when uh, Brian had his comeback match alongside Shane against Sami Zayn and KO. Uh, oh, yeah, that was diba? a thing. That's right. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, I, I was Brian reminded of that recently. Yeah. So I'll hide, I'll hide that in, I guess. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind. I like every every man involved in this match, all five of them. I enjoy all of them. And I don't really care who wins, but if I had to predict something, I would predict that Sami Zayn would win. 
Yeah, Ashley wants Sammy to win. Uh, he kind of needs this. Yeah, he needs this, and I want to see how far he can take it. So, I think that the real end game here with his reign is he's feuding with someone in his team. Like it's either Nakamura or Cesaro. So I want to see that happen, and Brian doesn't need this either. Yeah, I did. I see. Yeah, for me, it doesn't matter who wins. Like, if if Brian wins, uh, fine. If Sammy wins, I'm also good. I feel like this match was thrown in there just to make uh, internet fans happy or smarts happy. So I, I'm just glad that we're getting such a match. You know, I, I guess yes, it won't get the time that it deserves to see how long these guys can actually go. But uh, you know, at least you get the match. Actually, I have another side prediction here. Uh, here you go. I don't think uh, this partnership between Brian and Gulak is a real thing. I think uh, it's just a red herring. Uh, Gulak is going to turn on Brian again so sooner NBA. than you. Yeah, probably, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next match, and this is a personal favorite of mine. It's the last man standing match between Edge and Randy Orton. And we've said this on the podcast before. I'll just say it again. Edge doesn't deserve this. I, I think it really sucks na ito yung year na bumalik siya tapos ito yung, yung year na nagkaroon ng pandemic. So I, I really would have wanted to hear Metalingus in a big stadium with 80,000 plus people just collectively losing their minds. But, you know, we are where we're at. So we're going to have to make do with Edge and Randy Orton in an empty arena last man standing match. And I think the only logical way is to have Randy Orton win here. Really? No, I don't. I don't. I don't believe that. I want. I need Edge to win because uh, yeah, if he is, he is moving forward with this comeback run. If this isn't the last time he will be competing, I think uh, you need to lay the groundwork for uh, a believable run, and I think he wins this. Yeah, I, I feel like Edge needs this win more than Randy Orton because Orton has been on the offensive in this rivalry for the most part. Edge for a uh, just did a bunch of promos and never really got his hands on Orton. So I feel like Edge, story-wise, needs this win. Sobrang fire ng mga promos si Edge, man, throughout this feud. I just gotta say, I mean, like, Edge was never really a promo guy to me. I, I guess nung naging rated our superstar siya, he did step up his promo game. But even then, I never really saw him as the uh, a master of the microphone, if you will. No, I... I disagree with that. Because he was a guy who always uh, had his own way of talking. He didn't. I I noticed early on that he didn't adhere to you know, how old school wrestlers would cut promos. You know, super hyper masculine ass. go in that. He was a little more subtle about the whole thing. He spoke in his own cadence. So I believe that his acting experience over the last what nine years really helped his mic game. No, so that's I what I truly appreciate. But he does now. Uh, no, no, sorry, sorry. Granted, sorry, granted that uh, he had great promos, it still doesn't compare to RKOing his wife or a chair shot to the head, right? No, he what, what I'm got- trying to say, sorry, I'm, I'm not trying to downplay those segments. I think those segments are, have all been brilliant, all right? What I'm saying is that Edge is really good right now. And I agree, it's because of that experience uh, appearing on shows like Vikings and The Flash and all that. It's really helped him. What I'm trying to say is that Edge never stood out as a promo guy because, like, can you name an Edge promo, a signature Edge promo na matatandaan mo? Like, I remember the Eddie addicted to, to the Heat promo. 
right? I remember uh, Paul Heyman's iconic promos. You remember hard times. But there's never been an edge promo na sobrang memorable. And that's because he's never really been yung, yung top-tier promo guy until now. You're forgetting about the live sex celebration. That was a promo, technically. That's not really a promo. <laughs> and you remember it for the, for the actions, not the words. So that's in in, in his na there isn't really a promo promo na matatandaan mo. Like kay Kofi, yung memorable promo niya, 11 years. Or even uh, the tirade he went on before he uh, poured the paint over Randy Orton's sports car. You get what I mean? Yeah. Okay, in lang. In yeah. Lang. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, we have, there, I'm, I'm looking through it right now. Okay, let's talk about the ladder match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, which reportedly got nixed. So we're, we're not sure about yung, uh, yung fate nitong match nato because there are reports coming out from the dirt sheets that The Miz uh, was sent home or went home from the tapings because he was feeling sick. So I'm not sure how you can have a ladder match for the tag team championships when one half of the tag team champions is unable to compete. Uh, and, and according to same dirt sheets, it was the Miz's, uh, the Miz's showing symptoms uh, moment that caused Roman Reigns to pull out from Mania to begin with. Now we don't know kung ito yung but again, everybody at this point in time is erring on the side of caution here, diba? So it's better safe than sorry. All I'll say is that uh, where there's smoke, there's bound to be some fire. So I, um, th- these rumors would not exist if there was not some degree of truth to them. And that is why I am going to believe that this match probably did not take place. I'm guessing that they, they'll come up with some kayfabe explanation to explain uh, why this match didn't push through. So I'm not even going to try predicting it. Yeah, I say I agree. All right. Let's move on to the Women's Tag Team Championship match. The Kabuki Warriors will defend against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Here's another question. Where has Kairi Sane been? Feeling good that she's in lockdown, eh? Right? What, like Omuish that... in Japan? Tapos na ipit siya? Or it got stuck in some air during some flight, diba? Aren't they canceling flights in the US now or rerouting them at the very least? I don't understand how that happens though because like aren't uh, isn't she on the same circuit as Asuka? Like, whatever Asuka's schedule is, you can Yeah, you can. But then, again, I, I mean, I don't think... Okay, I watch Asuka's um, vlog, the Kanachan TV vlog on YouTube, and in one episode, Asuka actually rerouted, rerouted herself to Orlando, where the PC was, because she needed to stay an extra day for taping. Now, on said vlog, she didn't mention Kyrie Sane's whereabouts. So I don't really, it doesn't really answer your question. However, it explains why Asuka is still very much available for both Raw and uh, SmackDown. Yeah, I, I appreciate what Asuka's been doing, uh, her dabbling in commentary. Um, if you look at Reddit, you'll find the translation that she niya. It's basically just her talking shit. It's basic shit talking according to people who to uh, understand Japanese nagkataon lang na mas malutong kasi yung Osakan accent niya makes her roll the R's and just gives it the extra and she's zing. just shouting the entire time which is really Yeah, hard. so talaga nagsasprack siya, diba? Um, yeah, I, I don't know who's gonna win here uh, so if I had to make a blind prediction which is exactly what this is I'm guessing it's Alexa and Nikki kasi one kompleto sila and two, why not give them a baby face moment? Yeah, and, and it's not beyond the realm of possibilities 
to see Alexa and Nikki become two-time uh, tag team champions. Alexa and Nikki, if you remember, they were sort of heel when they won the tag team championships that first time. So yeah, interesting it, wrinkle to their story if they uh, won as baby faces this time around. Yeah, it actually makes it actually makes more sense now that we talk about it because their tag team is actually more fleshed out now. They're actually a believable tag team now. When whereas before they were just seemingly cobbled together, and Nikki Cross was still doubling down on her craziness. I mean, she's not a lot saner now, but to me, this team makes more sense now than it did during the peak of their title run. Yeah, you're right. Because as you said, na flesh out na nga sila. and it's like parang masaging friend na talaga ni Alexa si Nikki, whereas dati talagang chuariwap lang si Nikki. Yeah, so diba? she, her as she, equal. yeah, she was using Nikki Cross, the battle to an extent. Yeah, yeah, and then now parang yun na naging friends na sila talaga, and unlike the Brian Gulak situation. I don't think one is going to turn on the other anytime soon because I actually like this pair and I think they're relatively popular with fans then. So I, I would see that I, I see this pair becoming the first ever two time tag champs. Yeah, I just want them to give a unified name to the team instead of just Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Instead of making them enter in separate entrance teams, you know, if you're going to like with with like like with the Kabuki Warriors, essentially, if you're going to make them a team, then make them a team. Give them a name. Excuse me, the Miz and John Morrison do not have a team name, and they do not have a unified entrance. But they are both from Hollywood, which is a unifying theme. They're Ma. best friends. Alexa and Nikki are friends, and they're tiny yeah. and parang pakyut sila. Oh, that's their unifying team. Uh, I don't know. I like again. Again, I'm gonna use the Kabuki Warriors uh, explain, uh, argument here. The boss and connection did not have a unified entrance. But they, but they have a name, right? They, they are the boss and hug connection, which while not the best name ever, still a name. Uh, yeah, but not just... all tag teams, not all good tag teams have to have a team name. Again, pointing uh, to The Miz and John Morrison. Uh, still. All right, I, still, uh, I, feel, I still feel like they need like a, a thing that unifies them. But anyway. All right, let's move on to the Raw Tag Team Championships. This uh, is weird weird. Um, so we have the Street Profits still defending their championships. This time uh, against Angel Garza and Austin Theory from NXT. So Andrade, who was or- originally booked to be Angel Garza's tag team partner, has been pulled out because of an injured rib. So totally justifiable. Uh, I appreciate that you know they're pulling him out. But so out of nowhere, the Austin Theory. If yes. you haven't been watching NXT at all, the biggest question is who the fuck is Austin Theory? He's a former Evolve champion. He's a guy that they're really building up on NXT right now. He's uh, coming off a quick little feud with Tyler Breeze. He actually and lost his last match to to, to Tyler Brookies. Yeah, so he did. He did. He's he not a jabroni though. Oh, well, that's true. Okay, that's fair. So he's not a jabroni. He's actually pretty good in the ring. Uh, he's very young. He's twenty four. I would say that um, he's oh, I, probably going to be a future star for NXT. Did he? Uh, twenty two, twenty four. However, yeah, however young he yeah. is. Yun, um, super out of nowhere lang. Medyo na pipi ko naka say there there are so many other guys on Raw that they could have gotten. And they went with an NXT guy. Yes, and also they broke up the tag team of Garza and Andrade. Now, whether or not Andrade and Garza get a tag team match down the down the ways is for us to wait and see. Pero at the same time, I agree with you, Stan, wholeheartedly. Na labo no Austin Theory pick. 
No, yeah. I can I can explain that. I can explain that. Um, it seems that they're get, they're getting guys who are already in the in the Orlando area. I so said they're in the PC, right? Yeah. So I assume that all the NXT guys are living there. Uh, I'm guessing they couldn't get anyone who's already staying home, anyone in the raw roster who's staying home, to come fly down to Orlando. I guess that was really their best bet. In-story explanation. Like, si they, did not, they did not try hard enough on that, and yeah. that is a huge failing. Yes, exactly. And yeah. uh, argue, with regards to the story, they could have easily just taken out Andrade, uh, sorry, uh, Angel Garza and Zelina Vega from the picture for now and replaced them with an actual tag team, like, say, Undisputed Hero. What are they doing now? They, might have, they can true. do that. Oh, I. If you're going to pick up somebody from NXT, why not pick an established tag team? Why put Austin Theory over so early in his WWE career? Or hey, here's an idea. You have another tag team that's right now. The Viking Raiders. Where the fuck are they? They're probably yeah, home. Um, no, I think we have to assume here at this point that if anyone's not on the roster, if anyone's not on the shows right now, they're probably staying home. They either don't want to risk themselves getting infected so you've got to make do with you have. that's the only uh thing i'll give them credit for i'm, I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt here all right so uh, i think we can all predict that dawkins and ford are retaining because it makes no sense if austin theory wins the tag team championships with oh, angel no, guys out of nowhere yeah and he wins it and he wins the title with the guy who has a, who's not originally his partner to begin yeah with. a guy he has no history with right? exactly yeah, so the Street Profits are winning here. All right, uh, we're getting down to the last few matches. Let's get to Elias and King Corbin, which uh, Rob Gronkowski had set up on SmackDown a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I think Elias wins here, just you know, just so we can get the uh, feel-good moment of King Corbin looking stupid. That, that's really all I can say. Yeah, I, I, uh, I kind of see King Corbin winning here. Yeah, I actually agree with this. Now, go ahead, Gina. I, I kind of see King Corbin winning here because for I'm going to base this on last week's SmackDown where they did that spot where they where Elias quote unquote fell off the of what the staging area they had uh it it was it gave King Corbin such confidence it made him look uh, for the have a better word, Maangas in this moment so I feel like they're going to ride that momentum into WrestleMania I agree. Uh, Elias is set up here just to you know, make Corbin look good. Because uh, right now, I don't think they see Elias as more than you know uh, a babyface jester who yeah. is just filling a spot in the roster. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him taking a lead role in any storyline anytime soon. All right, uh, but at least say Elias. He actually has a singles match at WrestleMania. Something that uh, Dolph Ziggler didn't get until 2020. Holy shit! Think about that. Think about that fun fact. Now, Ziggler's been on TV since 2006, if you count the Spirit Squad run, yeah. And he hasn't been in a singles uh, WrestleMania storyline until 2020. What the fuck? Wow. Uh, here he is against Otis, and it's, it's a story around Mandy Rose. So, okay, uh, two things I got to say uh, about this first. Uh, one is, Tainas Wertini Otis, now he's also in this spot. Two... I thought it was pretty progressive of WWE to have Mandy Rose uh, say in a backstage segment on SmackDown last uh, last week that I don't want to be involved in this. Nah, I, I don't want it to be all about me. 
it, like it's I'm very some sort of prize, right? Yes, yes. Thank you. Uh, like I'm some sort of prize. It's very progressive of them. Kind of like yung Candice LeRae backstage segment on NXT then uh, after last week's episode. Nah, she dissociated from the Champa and Gargano feud because she doesn't want to just be Gargano's wife. Doesn't want to get caught up in all that business. Now she has her own in-ring career. And it's very uncharacteristic of WWE given their very spotty history when it comes to women's wrestling. So um, I'm going to give credit where credit is, is due and just say na, uh, may na isulat yung mga characters nila in that way. Yeah, no, I agree. It's a very progressive take on the rivalry. However, I feel like at this point in time, Otis has to win, man. Otis just has to win. I don't, yeah, man, I agree. I don't, Otis has to win. I don't I think, see. I think the story was designed man, to uh, to you know uh, enable Otis is winning from the beginning. So he was underdog. Yeah. I mean, there was no way he was losing this one. Yeah, I, I I totally agree. I don't see him losing with all the shit that he's had to go through. So I say Otis wins. Yeah, it's is mga low stakes matchups. Now there's really nothing up for grabs. Like. Otis, I don't think that Mandy Rose is gonna leave Dolph and get with him. But like, just give him the moral victory, you know? Yeah, I agree. All right. All right, let's get to Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley with Lana. Na sobrang random din. Before that, uh, there's also dirt rumors, uh, rumor and innuendo that Bobby Lashley was also diagnosed um, COVID-19 positive. So that being said, hindi ko alam kung bakit uh, part ng WrestleMania tapings. Then again, we haven't seen Bobby Lashley on TV. Uh, it's it's just been Alistair Black squash matches up to this point. Hindi ko rin alam kung ano yung dahilan ng feud na to, kung bakit sila deserving of a WrestleMania match. And all the announcers have been talking about lang is that Alistair Black has been looking for a fight, and Bobby Lashley stepped up and responded. That's it. That's their story. That's so easier story, right? I mean, that was more than what Austin Theory can say for himself, right? But is it really uh, a story that they're telling if the announcers no, have to tell the story? Why? The announcers are always a plot device. Yes, but we, we never saw an interaction between Alistair Black and Bobby Lashley. Exactly. Uh, again, again, these are different times. Uh, you have to look at these shows in the lens now. This isn't a normal show. Uh, not everyone is obviously going to be on these shows. Not everyone's going to be at these tapings. So you got no, you can you really kind of have to get what you what you're given here. Okay. That being said, hey, can't Bobby Lashley cut a promo from wherever he is? Yeah, I agree. He could. But I think they tried Kai Papano. If if they uh, managed to explain it with uh, with the using the announcers. I mean, if you're going to go by that logic. Uh, they did mention on commentary during the Austin Theory match on Raw that uh, Zelina Vega tapped him. Now he was an NFC guy who stepped up. It's just so lazy. Like, I mean, Austin Theory isn't sick. Shoot him in a segment with, with Zelina Vega, like offer him a contract yes. or whatever. Yes. What sure. you shoot in a segment when you're playing all these WrestleMania matches on TV? Shoot a two-minute segment. They had time to record all these alternate endings. Why couldn't they sneak this in? Exactly. I don't think these are unfair criticisms. Okay, I agree. But, I mean, it's it's not saying that there wasn't any effort there. It's, it's just not enough effort. No, I, I don't even think the bare minimum effort is kulang lang, And that's what makes it so dissatisfying. And really, if you have a match like Alistair versus Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania, it really sucks the mystique out of Mania. I mean, yeah, uh, I there is the no mystique that... anymore. We're fucking shooting Mania at an empty arena. There is no mystique. 
Yun nga, yun nga yung sinasabi ko na parang, like, what's the point? but patay nagagagawa na, yeah, this is a big show. Should, should we even still call this WrestleMania? Can't we just call it, like, uh, I don't know, empty arena mania or whatever? Yeah, I guess. But I mean, like, I, I don't see the point in losing that much sleep over it then. Uh, there is, it is just a show to fulfill the requirements of having this show at this time. Obviously, they just wanted to tick off the, the box instead of postponing WrestleMania and calling it WrestleMania some other time. Uh, yeah, it, it is the way it is. I, I just, I'm just not caring enough as much, I mean, you know, as much as anyone else is because, you know, it's not different. It's not normal times. This oh, is the new normal, as everyone loves to say. Quick predictions, Alistair Black or Bobby Lashley? Oh, Alistair Black. Alistair Black, yeah. yeah. Alistair Black, yeah. All right, let's, let's wrap it up here. And I just want to take a moment to feel sad about young wrestling fans or wrestling fans who are just getting into the product right now, especially given these times. Like, uh, Ro, you and I, we came up into this, this fandom as 14-year-olds when WrestleMania 20 happened. And the, the grandeur, the mystique, the, uh, the pomp and circumstance, that really sucked me in. And I can't imagine being a kid getting into wrestling tapos ito yung mapapanood mo. Like, sobrang lungkot lang. And, I, I mean, nobody asked for this. Nobody wanted this. Pero tangina sobrang alat lang if you're that kid. And this is the first mania na nasa kamalayan mo. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like wrestling promotions out there who have to produce weekly TV product are doing the best with what they have. The WWE is taking steps to creative steps to make things more cinematic on TV. You see it with the jump cuts that they take in between the matches when before it would usually be uh, a camera right on the match the entire time. So to me, it's entertaining that they're willing to take risks to tell the story in a different way, such as the times are right now. And then you have AEW doing things differently as well. So it's without the fans in the building, without that audience atmosphere there, you really have to you know work with what you have. And I guess post-production and creativity with that uh, product is where we're at right now. And I'm actually liking it for the most part. I just... Sorry, wanna... Yeah, sorry. Sige, sige. No, no, no. I'll jump in real quick. Uh, I yeah, think Kaysaman, these times are uh, appreciative of the fact that there is still live wrestling on TV even though, you know, it's not a normal time. Alam naman nila, I think that uh, life isn't, you know, life isn't moving as usual. So... If you're still a wrestling fan and if you're a kid, I still think you would appreciate uh, these people entertaining you on TV you know, despite these circumstances. Yeah, check out the normalcy behind it. Having something that's there and that's constant and that's familiar, I think is enough for any wrestling fan, young or old, to latch on to. Yeah, I, I just hope that, uh, that nobody's really taking any unnecessary risks. Again, I'm going to side with, with Roman Reigns here and say that... Um, Yung health paren ng mga wrestlers is the number one priority. And I, I think na given wrestling's very checkered history with looking after people's health, um, it's it's very concerning. And I hope that everyone who's performing or who who performed and continues to perform stay safe. And I hope that whoever tested positive or is not feeling well right now, I hope that they recover again. Cause these are very uncertain times and uh, we just don't need that that death on our hands, you know? Same, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. All right, so there you have it. Those are our takes on WrestleMania. Uh, it's been a long podcast. It's been a long three weeks. So, you know, we're only just doing this because, one, there's really nothing better for us to do at this time. 
two, we know that some of you do still uh, need to have somebody just you know, uh, to talk to about wrestling. So I'm going to say once again that if you have any reactions, any comments about everything that we've been doing, please hit us up. We are at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter. On Facebook and Instagram, this at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And then for us as individuals, you can hit us up. It's at underscore Stancy for me, at Sheena Supersized, at Rose War. And for Kamus, kung gusto siyang kamustahin despite the weak internet in his house, which rendered him unable to complete the second half of the podcast, it is at Caveman Kamus. Uh, also, special, again, shout, yeah. special shout out to the Amos family for doing their part in this pandemic. They are just above and beyond the call of whatever anybody else can do by printing out the PPEs, uh, their 3, 3D printer. So kudos. Yeah, to I, actually, I actually didn't even know they added 3D printer, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. His dad, uh, Tito, uh, actually made his own 3D printer. Yeah, yeah. Tito Rico Camus, uh really doing the community a solid there and you know, uh, for all the people who keep asking, reklamo kayo ng reklamo, anong ambag nyo? You know, we're all trying, man. Uh, I, I'll, I'll echo what Rose said, na even the act of holding this government accountable, ambag yun. Kasi someone has to keep them in check. And if you've been donating to these organizations, please keep donating. Donate what you can. Um, I would also advise not to donate everything in one go because we don't know how long this shit will last. Yung sinasabing Luzon-wide quarantine a one month is an estimate. And Given how slow things have been progressing here in the Philippines, I don't even know if we'll be back to whatever normal is after yung Pasko ng pagkabuhay. Just because Jesus will live again, it doesn't mean that na ganyan coronavirus. So, no, I don't know. The, the, the Vatican canceled uh, Easter, so I guess we don't even have a solid estimate on when this thing will be over. The last I don't know if the church could do that. They could cancel Easter. So, the Pope did. So, I guess he can. I guess it's a possibility. But he fucking know. denied Jesus, you know, his, his resurrection. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess. Did, now, he also deny, did he also cancel Holy Week? Pretty much. Wait, pretty much. Yeah, it's on the Vatican Twitter account. So on the Pontifex Twitter account, he says that he is postponing uh, Easter celebrations for now. He didn't specifically say that he's canceling it. However, it's pretty much assumed that you know because you know people can't celebrate in church, right? actual mass. EFB Live Easter mass. Does that count? I don't know. It's... Well, you know, this isn't a re- religion podcast, so I, I, I am no expert. If you know any better, please let us know. Because yeah, uh, I'm. I could be wrong. The... I might have misquoted the pope here, but again, that's what I understand is happening right now. Yeah, we're really living in very uncertain times. So again, all uh, I just want to remind everyone: uh, uh, please keep donating, and if you can donate, um, don't blow it all in one go, please. So there. Uh, that's gonna do it for you us. You guys wanna here. end on this? You guys wanna do picks? I feel like we should do picks. Yeah, fine. Let's do picks. Yeah, uh, Chino, you can start. I am going to pick uh, my new favorite TikTok account, Lana's TikTok account. Yeah, good shit right there. Also, I am picking. Walang sinabi yung Pornhub Premium, guys. Walang sinabi. Uh, I am. I uh, know. Seriously though, I am picking two promos that people should. Look out for. I know this promo was last week, but I'm picking Seth Rollins calling himself a god <laughs> during last week's Raw. It just sent chill down my sent chills down my spine in a non-corona way, guys. It was just so good. And I'm also picking you know, the Firefly Funhouse 
because the Firefly Funhouse hasn't been uh, this good in a long, long time. So there you go. All right, uh, I'm going to pick the Edge promos because they've really just been so good. So that last Edge promo from Raw this week where um, he uh, Edge tried to get his last word in before your last man standing match, and he was talking about everyone being a junkie for this business. I thought it really resonated with me as someone who is also sort of in the business. Uh, not re- Relatable, Shay. Like all of us, uh, whether you're a fan or you're um, a personality, the fact that you keep coming back to this means you are a junkie for it. And uh, what Edge, like, you know, this is like the best mic work of Edge's career, man. There. Yeah, he's talking to a camera guy. Anyway, my pick of the week is from last week's NXT UK, which is still going strong because of their pre taped episodes. Uh, actually, the whole show was pretty good as usual. But uh, I think Lucky Kid versus Noam, A Kid, but A Kid versus Noam Dar stood out, but also do catch the main event. Uh, Travis Banks versus Jordan Devlin for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. That was also pretty good. So if you still want some good wrestling from WWE, NXT UK and Almera. They're the only ones not doing empty arena shows at this point. Okay, so I uh, before we end, I just want to be responsible here. I actually went through the Pope's Twitter account and there is no mention of celebrations being cancelled or Easter being cancelled. So I'm going as far back as March 15 right now because unlike yeah, Chino, I, I am I doing my homework. I swear. I swear, I read that somewhere. So, well, I'm going to read it. Clearly, it's not on at Pontifex. So, okay, so uh, uh, Easter is still happening, guys. Oh, so, Mabubuhay pa rin si Lord. Okay. Uh, I, I think it's really just yung mga Easter celebrations that might be cancelled. But not Easter itself. Alright? So just so we're clear, we are not purveyors of fake news. We are not Mohausan in any way. Alright? So on that note, it is about time for us to end this episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And since we said it's the go home show, uh, I I guess this is gonna be it for us this week, no? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's nothing much to talk about after this. Yeah, uh, whatever Unless whatever happens on AEW. Yeah. Sorry, what what? Why did it actually? Why did it? Yeah. Okay, uh, let's, let's leave it open-ended for the week. If something really interesting happens, whether in WWE or AEW, leading up to this weekend, we can probably have another episode. If not, then we're completely satisfied with what we got out of this episode. Right? So, a cure for COVID-19 in the next two days. Celebrate that. Yeah. All right. In the meantime, uh, thank you so much for sticking uh, sticking through it with us. That 16-match uh, prediction episode was really tiring. Kanina, when I was watching Raw and watching Tom Phillips and Byron Saxon run through all 16 matches, so I feel you guys. So, kanya-kanyang viewing party via Zoom or Google Hangouts on Sunday and Monday. And sit us up on Twitter, man. We'd love to keep talking wrestling with you guys. So, on behalf of my co-hosts, my name is Stancy. This is the end of this week's episode of the podcast. Please stay safe. Please stay at home. And please wash your goddamn hands. Wash your hands.